0: You may have seen some statements about this today from leaders, including Prime Minister Trudeau out here in BC, Premier John Horgan. Today is International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. It was created back in 2004 to draw attention to the violence and discrimination experienced by lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, intersex people, and all other people with diverse sexual orientations, gender identities, or expressions, and sex characteristics. Now, in 2009, transphobia was added to the name of the campaign with a focus on violence and discrimination against transgender people that year. In May 2009, France had become the first country in the world to officially remove transgender issues from a list of mental illnesses, can you imagine? Well, joining me now from the Calgary area is Tammy Plunkett. She's author of Beyond Pronouns, the essential guide for parents of trans children. Tammy, thank you so much for your time tonight.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: The inspiration behind the book is a is a fascinating story about you and your family. Uh, would you be able to share it with the with our listeners?
1: Absolutely. So, my uh, I, I'm the mother of four children, and my third child came out to us as transgender uh, when he was 11. He was assigned female at birth, uh, but came to me and said, "Mom, I'm I, I'm transgender, and I'd like to take testosterone." And it pretty much floored me because it was not on my radar. It was uh, not something that I was prepared for. Um, So it started a long um, journey as a whole family.
0: Mm -hmm. How old was he at the time?
1: He was 11 years old, and this is uh, almost six years ago now. So only in grade five, quite young. Uh, But he had been quite miserable for about a year and a half since uh, starting puberty. Uh, I think he was just having the wrong puberty for his body, and it it gave him a lot of distress and anxiety and depression. And we knew something was wrong. We just couldn't pinpoint what it was. And and he had to figure that out for himself. And once he figured it out, it sort of clicked for him, and then it became a a case of needing to affirm his him to, to keep him safe and happy.
0: Was was this, uh, did you know much about transgender issues before this?
1: No, what I, so I'm a former registered nurse and what I did mm-hmm. know was, uh, as you referred to it, you know, uh, in the previous iteration of transgender was a mental mm-hmm. illness. So mm-hmm. I, it was, uh, it was stressful for me to have that diagnosis <laughs> quote-unquote diagnosis, right? uh, Obviously, it's just who he is.
0: Yeah. You mentioned that there were some moments through that time that allowed you to start to understand what your son was going through.
1: Yeah, so we we went to therapy. Uh, Honestly, it was more for us as parents than it was for him because he knew who he was. Uh, He did very little um, in terms of needing to explore. He, he tried on a few names and, and that type of thing, but he was pretty sure of who he was. But uh, my my husband and I uh, needed more therapy than he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then a lot of reading. Uh, we joined some support groups for parents, um, and uh, that helped a lot to get come to terms with it. I was an open-minded person. Uh, We had uh, gay uh, family members, uh, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't completely out of the blue, but it was more than we were expecting. And if you look back uh, six years ago, it was when the new laws were being enacted in the U.S. around uh, bathroom use, and it had a lot of negative connotation around it.
0: And then there were some moments that you describe a Halloween in specific where, where you start to figure out, you start to understand what's, what's happening.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. So he had asked, so he came out at the end of August and, uh, and I wasn't. Uh, we didn't jump on you know oh let's just change everything right away uh, he was so young I needed more time to process it mm-hmm. by uh, by uh, Halloween he had asked to dress as a man for Halloween and so I went to the store with him and bought him uh, a dress shirt and a fedora hat and we put a beard like fake beard on him he was absolutely glowing he was so happy and I that was when it started to click for me that this isn't just an idea. This is actually who he needs to be. He needs to see a boy in the mirror when he looks in the mirror. So that was uh, definitely the, the beginning. And then by Christmas, all of his Christmas gifts were boy gifts. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he had told the school to use he, him pronouns and, mm-hmm. and things sort of unfolded from there.
0: And yet, I gather the inspiration for the book was that when you went out to find information, you couldn't really find anything that spoke to the way you felt, which was neither, as you described it, the pom-poms or horror, that you sort of needed something in the middle. And that's what this book was about, was trying to provide honest answers to what parents go through, trying to navigate something that often they don't, don't understand or haven't come to understand yet.
1: Yeah, and, and that this is something I feel very strongly about is that we need to advocate for the parents because the parents are the ones who help the children. And when I was looking for information, the, the, it, there, like you say, there were two camps. There, and mm-hmm. And this is a narrative you hear a lot is that mm-hmm. parents of trans kids are all transphobic and like, everybody's kicking their kids out and you know they're always using the wrong pronouns and and we get a bad rap <laughs> or there's the, the the select few who get it right right away and and they're they're uh, you know lauded as these excellent super parents but there's there's a process where the parent has to come to terms with this big change, this monumental change, and we are not raised the way our children are raised today. Like, I'm am I'm a Gen X girl, and, and back in my day, we didn't have this conversation. So, it's not no. that I'm not accepting of my son, it's just that I needed more time, and no one was talking about it that way. <laughs>
0: How did it, how did it, I mean, I know you, you talk about some of the mistakes that you think you made, also some of the successes that you had, what were those like and and how has it all unfolded now?
1: Um, well, it's unfolded. It, 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 this has got a wonderful happy ending, which is mm-hmm. the important part. And what something that I want uh, other families to hear is that it's not all boogeyman and scary things, <laughs> because right. it is very scary. Uh, it, what you know, when I look back at uh, at the hardest parts uh, of of Mitchell's transition, Mitchell was suicidal at one mm-hmm. point. Uh, we had not come to accept it all immediately. And and there was some bargaining going on with him. And so there were some dark times. And it's so much better now. and, And it really is. All of this is about taking our time. We need to take our time with our children. We need to make sure that they are persistent, consistent and insistent in their changes. But with children, and that's the other thing is with trans children, it really is a quote unquote superficial change. It's changing the name and the pronoun and how they dress and, you know, what sports uh, they they choose to play, that type of thing. It's all uh, superficial. There's no physiological change in the beginning. So... um, It is something that we can all get through. And then on the other side, it's just wonderful. The people that I've met because of this transition, my son is just so much happier and and an amazing um, citizen to the world now because he's not that distressed suicidal kid.
0: It must be tough, though, for a parent when a child is of that age, because you're not only—it's it, it, I, when I was reading through just all the d- different reviews of your book and so on, I thought you that, that is a huge life decision that that a child is making, and that seeding that decision is tough because at that age, I mean, I remember when growing up, you know, parents knew best, right? Uh, but yeah. There's your child telling you, "I need to do this, and it's important to me, and this is who I am," and that's a big decision and a big statement by someone who's so young.
1: Yeah, it is a monumental responsibility as a parent, and it is terrifying. Uh, and it's not a decision that a parent is making alone, and that is uh, important to remember as well. Like, in the beginning, um, the, the, I was worried about what other people would think of me uh, as a parent. You know, oh, you allowed your child to do this. Well, I didn't allow my child to do this. He needed this. And and what I did was support him, and you know some people worry. Oh, what if it's a phase? You know, they're they're just preteens, they're teenagers. What if it's a phase? What if it's a phase? If it's a phase, I want my child to know that I supported him and that I was the safe place to land. I would hate for him to have thought that he, he wanted and needed something and that I was the adversary instead of the supporter. Um, but, it, you know, I, I run a support group for parents of trans kids. I've seen a lot of uh, families over the last five years, and I don't know any of them that were phases.
0: I'm speaking with Tammy Plunkett. She's the author of Beyond Pronouns, the essential guide for parents of trans children. Uh, after this, we'll talk a bit more about what you've been hearing from other parents, what the reaction has been to the book. Uh, as well as just some of the broader issues out there we're seeing a backlash i think uh, in the u.s specifically although you mentioned that it had been around earlier and just you know it, this is a day to, to speak out and i was uh, going to ask you about that as well we'll get to that right up well on this international day against homophobia transphobia and biphobia i'm speaking with tammy plunkett in calgary author of beyond pronouns the essential guide for parents of trans children we've been talking about uh, her experience with her son and the transition uh, that he went through as well, and just the difficulties and the challenges as a parent uh, to both uh, understand what's happening and then to to provide support uh, for your child through this uh, through this time. Uh, Tammy, you shared a really in- nice story about about being at a high school concert with Mitchell and sort of realizing that um, things were going to be okay.
1: Yes. Yes, yeah, so uh it was uh oh geez, I can't even remember what grade it was. Now. Uh but <laughs> uh, he, it was in the beginning so he had just changed his name to Mitchell and uh and we were still making mistakes with uh what name using the right name, and, and I think we'd gotten probably the pronouns right by then. Uh, but it was a very stressful time in the whole family. But uh, it was the end-of-the-year concert, and uh, Mitchell played uh, with the band uh, and then won an award for his, um, his music um, and when he won the award, the whole audience of students were yelling his name, Mitchell, Mitchell. And, and it was so heartwarming for me to see that things are going to be okay because his friends were accepting of him and his friends recognized him for who he was, which is all he ever wanted was to be seen as who he sees himself as. So it, it, it was very heartwarming for me to know that, okay, maybe this isn't such a big deal and maybe this will be okay.
0: Tammy, do you still worry that, that the world isn't is accepting that 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 there are there's still I mean we re, I was reading about it again today preparing to speak with you uh, that there is always you know there's always people out there who aren't accepting
1: yeah um so yes and no I um, I don't worry very much for Mitchell because mm-hmm. uh, in all honesty he's got the privilege of a white male he presents as a boy he's mm-hmm. not mistaken. Uh, as anyone has been a boy, so he he does sort of have that privilege. Unless someone knows his history, uh, he could easily pass. So, but uh, but he he you know there are other people in the community that I know. Uh, one of my best friends now is a trans woman, and there is a lot of discrimination still today towards uh, trans people. There's less access to, to health care, even in Canada. Um, our laws are very new. It's only since 2017 that transgender people are recognized uh, under our human rights in Canada. So this is still quite fresh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And some provinces are more accepting than others. So um, it, it is still, um, there's still a lot of battles going on.
0: What does this day, as both an author and an advocate and a parent, what does this day uh, symbolize to you?
1: It's another day for us to be able to talk about it and another day for the topic to be uh, discussed and, and for a place for us to have the conversation because... Again, not a whole lot of people understand what it is. Um, when I say that my son is trans or that I have a transgender child, a lot of people say, well, how can a child be transgender? Because they automatically associate it with sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Because it is bunched in with LGB, which is lesbian, bisexual, and gay, uh, that they automatically assume that it has something to do with sex and it has nothing to do with sex. It's your gender identity. And once I get the chance to explain that, then they're, they're like, oh, okay, I get that. I get, a tomboy. I get that we choose how we dress and, and we sometimes push against gender uh, norms. And, and so it's a bigger conversation. So every day on the calendar where we as a community get to talk about it mm-hmm. is, a, is a celebration. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, a final thought to you just about what you learned in writing the book and what you've learned through this whole process that you could share with others out there
1: um well that's a very good question. Uh, I learned through writing the book uh that i wasn't alone that there are a lot of parents who uh who needed more information and a lot of parents who need support uh since writing the book i've also learned that um, Parent that, and I said it earlier. Parents are not always given the grace that we need. Parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles, uh, especially grandparents. I spoke to a grandparent recently, and she said that her child. Said, if you don't accept your grandchild immediately and use the right pronouns immediately, you are cut from their life, and and that's a lot to put on a grandparent. She wants to accept her child, her grandchild. She just needs the same time that we all need. So, um, yeah, just parents need grace.
0: <laughs> Tammy Plunkett, uh, thank you so much for sharing your story with us tonight. Um, very enlightening. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you.